0: All the time. When you're like a one lady show here, it kind of feels awkward at times, like the silent pause. <laughs> well, Pastor's over doing growth track this morning, so growth, growth track started today. And so 101 is today, 201, so next week I do 201. And so he'll be like the one man show next week, but he's used to it. <laughs> Sometimes he'll ask me the last minute, I'm like, well, you got it. Just you know, you do it. (laughs) I don't want to, (laughs) like a little kid. But he's over there doing growth track. We've got quite a few people over there. Yay, that's good. And guess what? The next time we do it, we're going to have a lot more because we have Easter coming. Do you realize that there's people that never go to church that are going to show up on Easter? (laughs) So we got like one shot to minister to them. To show them the love of God. That's how we look at Easter. Like it's a big deal to us. Because it's like the one, Easter and Christmas. <laughs> but I hear Halloween's kind of getting up there too. Like Christmas. <laughs> just ask Sandy now. <laughs> I'm so, I'm just glad to be here with you. I've got a message. I believe from the heart of God. And it's something that, you know, just our songs today went totally with our me- my message. Totally. And I had a lot of different things. Like, uh, Jordan kept asking me, well, what's your message on? Well, what, Pastor got a hold of me the other day. What's your message on? Because he and Jordan are working on for the website. And I'm like, well, it's a lot of different things. I'm like, I haven't really narrowed it down yet. But I got a lot of different things. And I really did. I mean, I had, like, kids, family, faith, fear. I I had all kinds of stuff, like, in one. (laughs) And I'm like, all right. And so yesterday I was just like, God, I just, I want something That's from you. I believe all of this is good, and I've done my studying, and so I have notes for, like, other messages. And he brought me to the part of my message that was how to live in victory. And it's all about your thoughts. (laughs) And so this is probably a message that you've heard before, but you can't hear it enough. You can't hear it enough. I'm a pastor, and we've been in the ministry for quite a few years now. Been through the ups and downs of ministry, of life, of kids, of you name it. (laughs) You feel like everything. (laughs) Don't even want to go back to some of them. (laughs) Because they were so stinking bad. (laughs) But the last few weeks, I'm just going to be real with you because that's the only way I know to be. (laughs) Not to make it out something it's not. (laughs) But the last few weeks, I've really been struggling I mean, struggling, like, I don't think I've, there's been times where you, you kind of get in the mully grubs, and you're like, huh, I don't want to do this, I'm tired of this, T- somebody take these kids today, you know, like, <laughs> when you name it, you know, just the mully grubs is what I call it, like, you know, you're just in a bad mood, it's a bad day, and you just make sure you don't talk to anybody, because it's probably not going to be nice, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and you you get out of it, though. You get out of it. But for like the last few weeks, something happened, and it seemed like it just got me down. <laughs> I didn't even realize how down I was. but uh, And it was all just my thoughts. And I, I would use the word, I knew what to do, but that's how uh, forceful it was. It'd come right back, come right back, come right back. And I would jump on it. You know? <laughs> I would choose to just keep thinking about it. And then one thought would go to the next one. And I told Pastor, like, oh, my goodness, I totally see how this works. I'm like, one thing goes to the next thing. Oh, then it goes over there and then over there. There's no, like, order even to it. (laughs) And sometimes I would find myself, and I would just start laughing. It was like, you are ridiculous. (laughs) I mean, you name it. Everything in life. And that's been the last few weeks. I'm here to tell you, I'm on the upscale. <laughs> but, yeah. So you can be around me now. No, I'm just kidding. But have you ever been there, done that? And so I just, when I talk to other pastors or friends, they're going through the same stuff. Pastors that are just, just getting into that place and it's just the devil the devil coming against your mind coming against you but the problem is we latch onto it and we make it real you know those people on doctor phil that you say well i'd never be like that <laughs> you know how they they sit there and they think and like the reality to them i mean it's very real and you're like whatever how could you even think that <laughs> I think I kind of understand that (laughs) because it feels so real. And it all it is is the devil. It's very simple that it's just that stinking devil. Because he doesn't want you to fulfill God's purpose. He doesn't want you to have a relationship with God. He doesn't want you to know God. He doesn't want you to read your Bible. He doesn't want you to pray. He wants you to stay in the molly Stay right there because that's where he wants you. And if you'll stay there, and he don't have to worry about you. <laughs> he can go on to do that to the next person. And the only way that you'll get out of that place is by the word of God. I'm here to tell you, only by the word. You can't replace it with another thought. Because remember, the thoughts just go from here to there. (laughs) And they just keep going. (laughs) It's like a (laughs) train. And it just comes in a wreck eventually. And the only thing that you can replace those thoughts with is the word. And it works. But you just have to do it. And I I fully understand when you get in that place, you're like, I don't feel like it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to read my Bible. I was still, I talked to God, <laughs> but I'm very real with God. <laughs> I was like, you know what, God? There's a couple times he got on me, like, don't talk to me like that. Or don't respond in like that. Okay. Like a kid to a parent. <laughs> but God's got your back. God's on your side. Jesus died for you. He shed his blood. So you don't have to live in the molly grub. You don't have to live in depression. You don't have to live in anger. You don't have to live in condemnation. You name it. You have to live in fear. Because Jesus already won for you. But my victory is in the word of God. And so I'm just going to go through some things. That God just laid on my heart. And we're going to learn. We're just going to learn to live life victorious. You're not victorious every. You don't feel like you're victorious in every situation. But you really are. Sometimes the situations turn out different. Because you do have a devil. That's roaring and coming against all the time coming against coming against but you have the victory already it may not look like you have the victory but you have it and so that's this that faith walk but it's not always easy but it's easier when you got someone in your corner telling you keep going don't talk like that <laughs> here's a scripture Remember that we just sang that he holds our head up. He does. But he holds your head up by this book. He gives you his word. And so I did a message not, oh, it's been a while ago, but the the word either works or it doesn't. So this was when a time, another time in my life where I was just real with God and like, well, I'm not seeing it and I got your word, it it either works or it doesn't. So I I don't like to say I was testing God, but I was putting the word to the test. But I was being, I made sure that I was faithful to do the word. You know, when you're believing God for something, you've got to have the word because that's what works. You know, God told me that not too long ago. I was believing God for this. Or say, you can just name it. Say you want a new house or a new whatever. And you just start, oh, I thank you, God. This is the house I want. I thank you, Lord, for my new house. And you, you remember it every day. Lord, I thank you for my new house. But you don't have any word with it. So God got a hold of me when He was like, hey. He was like, you need to put the word with that. Don't just thank me. Think. Put the word in there. Thank me for the word. I was like, that's right. I knew that. And so you got to have the word because the word will always hold your head up. Because you'll see who you are in him. In everything in life. Every issue in life. And so a lot of times in our thoughts, it is a constant war. Constant struggle. Every day. Every moment, <laughs> you're, you're bombarded with thoughts constantly. Good, bad, indifferent, just whatever, the senseless thoughts, you name it. Everything that you think. Your mind, you know, Joyce Myers has a book out called The Battlefield of Mind. That is very true. <laughs> Your mind is a battlefield, and you don't have the choice to not fight. <laughs> Because if you don't fight, you will lose for sure. <laughs> so you don't have the choice to say, well, I'm not doing it today. Because you'll get taken over. And especially it seems like in this day and in this hour, the devil's working overtime because he knows that his time is short. And so he doesn't want you to know God. He doesn't want you to get close to God. So he'll do everything he can to keep you out of church, to keep you out of the Bible, to keep you not praying. He'll do everything he can to get you mad at God because something didn't work out the way you thought it should. The devil will work with those things. And it's always in your mind. Always. And so if you just lay low, and start thinking the thoughts, and you don't fight, the devil will win every time. And you may come to a place down the road, and you finally decided to fight. That's awesome. But how much more if we learn to fight when the thought comes? And the more you're in the Word, the more you can discern, is that thought from God, or is that thought in... And a lot of times if you just look at it, I mean, whatever thought it is, would God really say that to me? (laughs) Or would God really tell me that? I know somebody that will tell me, um, often will call me and, well, God told me this, God told me that. And I'm like, there's no way (laughs) God told you that because that doesn't even go with the word. Or no, that's so opposite of how God is. God did not tell you that. Yes, he did. Well, okay, you can just think that, but I will not believe that. <laughs> we know how God thinks because we have his word. So I'm going to just go through some scriptures, and we're going to get the victory over our thought life. This, If you can get victory over your thoughts, you have won. Because every time that devil comes, you'll resist him. You'll resist him with the word. And it may even seem like a very good thought, and you have every right to think it. You don't. Because every thought has to come under the obedience of the word. And so it's a discipline, and if we practice it, oh, my, (laughs) we've got the victory every time through every issue, every circumstance in our life. So we'll go over to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. Again, I said there's a war. There's an invisible war going on around you every day that you have to engage in. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified, but you can follow along. For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men or women, we are not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of men. We're not using guns, we're not using sticks, we're not using knives. We're not fighting in the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying sophisticated arguments, arguments that argue against the word of God that come to your mind through thoughts and very exalted and proud things that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. We are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. I, I have to take every thought captive. Because if you don't take your thoughts captive, guess what? Your thoughts will take you captive. (laughs) And they will hold you. It is like a death grip. Uh, Like nobody wants to be around you. And there's like a countenance of death that comes on you. Let me tell you. That was pretty much me. I wasn't mean or anything, but I was just very disappointed. Through disappointments in life can come a stronghold in your mind. That's how strongholds come. Disappointments, failures in life. And the thoughts come. I'm disappointed. Disappointed at the world. That's I. I would tell Pastor that I am mad at the world, just mad at the world. Why? I don't know why, but I am. (laughs) And he looked me like you don't know why, but (laughs) I'm like yeah, I'm mad at you, so you better move. (laughs) (laughs) Just stay away, (laughs) because I knew what I needed to do. But all that came through it one one. Only one disappointment. How many times are you disappointed in life? <laughs> many throughout your life. Strongholds, stronghold. They can become strongholds. If we don't take that disappointment, that failure, those thoughts captive, that thing will take us captive. And it's all the plan and the work of the devil. It's all his plan. Because why? Because it takes you further away from God. And that's, that is his ultimate goal, that you will not know God. And you will not know the gift of God in you. And you will not fulfill the purpose of your life that God has for you. That's his ultimate goal. And he may, you may say, well, yeah, he's been pretty successful at that. Well, not anymore. Because you're going to use the word of God. And we're going to do what the Bible tells us to do. Every issue in life is a thought issue, if you think about it. Every issue, it starts with the thoughts. No matter what's going on. Every issue is in this book. Every issue of life, God handled in here. He told men of God and women of God. He gave you stories to go and look at the faithfulness of God in here that you can stand on. If the Bible says, if he'll do it for one, he'll do it for me. He's no respecter of persons. So if he did it for Abraham, he'll do it for me. If he did it for Moses, he'll do it for me. (laughs) If he healed the blind man, he'll heal me. He will heal my child. (laughs) It's the confidence that we have is the word of God. There is no other confidence in this world. There's no other confidence. You cannot have confidence in the government. You can't even have confidence uh, in teachers, in schools. You cannot have confidence with anything that this world has. That you used to have confidence in. I don't have confidence. In my, my children's school, you may say, well, that's a very strong statement. I don't because I see decisions they're making. I see, th- see things going on already that I, don't, I wouldn't approve of. But I believe in God. And I do have a confidence in God that every morning when I take my kids to that school, I pray over that school, I plead the blood, and I have confidence in God <laughs> that he is protecting my kids. You'd say, well, how do you have that? Because his word tells me so. There's always things that are going to happen in life. There's always people that, you know, there's always different things or different uh, scenarios, different reasons why this happens or that happens. I don't have to figure all that out, but I can trust God. Just give God one person that trusts him without doubt. You are going to hold fast to your word. He'll do it. But sometimes we get lax and we forget or we don't feel like it. And when we don't feel like it, it's like your weak point. But then the thoughts come. The devil comes in those points. And it's not that, you know, it's fine that they happen. That's, that's just life. It's going to happen. But we can get back out of it through the word. Through the word of God. Amen. So we're going to go over to Deuteronomy chapter 6. Satan has one purpose for you to not know God. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy says these words, which I am commanding you today shall be written on your heart and your mind. So we have to have the word of God in our heart and on our mind. You shall teach them diligently to your children impressing God's precepts on their minds and penetrating their hearts with his truth and shall speak of them when you sit in your house, when you walk on the road. When you lie down and when you get up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, forearm, and they shall be used as bands on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. I love this scripture. So it's talking about the word of God. It doesn't matter what scripture, just get a Scripture. You know, I forgot to grab, I was going to grab a scripture study guide. pastor put together a scripture study guide, and we're going to have those available next week. But if, if you, maybe you're, you need scriptures on healing right now, you're struggling with something. Maybe you're struggling with fear. Maybe you're struggling with anger. mad at the world. <laughs> maybe you're struggling with your kids. You name it. Finances, peace. There's a long list. He put together a study guide. That you can just flip, and you may say, Well, I'm just not that familiar with my Bible and how to know where to go and what scripture to do or use. And I mean, it just takes one scripture. Which one do I use? Where, you know, it can just be confusing. And then you just don't even do it, and you still stay in bondage to it. But we'll have these next week. And so you can go in there, and it's easy. Find your scriptures real quick. And that's how you come against the devil, and that's how you fight. This battle is only with the word of God. But here it talks about um, it's almost like you're a gatekeeper. There's a there's an ear gate. There's a gate at your eyes. There's a gate at your mouth. There's a gate at your mind. And you are the gatekeeper of those. Nobody can do it for you. So when a thought comes that argues against what God says in his word, we have to reject it or kill it. The Bible says over, I believe it was in James chapter 4, says resist the devil and he will flee. I've been doing that a lot. I've been reminding the devil, the, the Bible says to resist you. And I have authority over you. So I resist you now. And you have to leave because the Bible says that you flee when I resist you. So that's just how I talk it out. (laughs) And I do it multiple times. Every night when everybody's in bed, I pray over my household. And I am praying for the next day. And I'm taking authority over the devil. Every night. I take authority over the devil for my kids all the plans the attacks that he has set you know that he has plans every day set up for you he has snares set up you say well oh, I'm really sick and tired of all this like <laughs> but you have the victory don't forget that you win <laughs> you've already won but the thing you have to do is just stay in the word and stay strong So that you fight well. And all you're doing is giving the devil the word. You're resisting him with the word of God. You're taking authority. So that's what I do every night. I plead the blood. I remind God of his faithfulness. To guard and keep my house safe. As my kids go out for the day. I I pray for this church. And I come against the plans of the devil. So I'm in a war. The Bible says that uh, he needs watchmen, (laughs) kind of like gatekeepers, watchmen over cities. He needs watchmen. Watchmen are just prayers that will take the time. Do I really want to do that every night? Well, no, I'd probably rather be in bed or do something else. But I do it every night. It's like I can't go to bed without doing it. And I pray over this church, this city, and I pray over my home, and I, I take authority, because the Bible says that Jesus gave His authority to you. Jesus conquered the devil. And so you have conquered the devil. Don't let him make you think for one moment that you're defeated. The minute you start thinking, I don't know what to do, I'm defeated. How am I going to get out of this? Oh, no. You just start saying, God, I thank you. God, I thank you that Jesus won the victory for me. You may not even know a scripture. Just start thanking God. That you've already won. It works. If you'll do it, it works every single time. Over in Philippians chapter four, verse eight. God has a lot to say about every topic, every issue in life. And every issue becomes bondage, if you think about it, and it ensnares you in life. And we walk away, walk every day in life ensnared by things that have happened in the past. And you'd say, well, I, you know, I'm doing well with my life. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but the devil still comes. And I have to know... That even when disappointments and failures in life come, I still have the victory. There is another way out. There's another way. I don't know what it is. But God is on my side every time. Every time. So with our thoughts, like how do I keep my thoughts in line with God's word? Over in Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, it says. Finally. Believers, so he's talking to believers that that are going to know how to do this. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, and worthy of respect; whatever is right and confirmed by God's word; whatever is pure and wholesome; whatever is lovely and brings peace; whatever is admirable and of good report. If there's any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually. Think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. That's a big doozy. That means all day long, I have to continually take those those thoughts captive. Have you ever been in your... um, The Bible we just read over here in Deuteronomy. He said... Uh, It shall speak of them when you sit. He's talking about God's word. You're going to have them on your mind and put them in your heart. That just means I'm getting into the word. or I'm getting a scripture. I'm having it before me. And he said, speak of them. So I have to voice them. He gave you when to do this. When you sit in your house. ever been bored in your house and you're just sitting there? Or maybe not bored. You're just taking a break. You ever found yourself just, Sandy's like, no, I don't sit. (laughs) But you're in your house, and the thoughts can come. When you walk on the road, well, walk, when you're in your car, and you're by yourself, the thoughts come. When you lie down, when you go to bed, the stress of the day, the the argument with the husband or wife, the kids, the thoughts come. Maybe the failure or disappointment in your job. The promotion you didn't get, because God's got something better. And when you get up, when you get up, the thoughts can come. There's a scripture over in Isaiah that says that God will give you a song in the morning. He'll wake you up. (laughs) He'll wake you up. If you'll you'll just start putting the word in you, you'll find that it'll be on your mouth. It'll come out. You'll think of songs that you've heard on the radio maybe or that we've sung here at church, and you'll just start singing them. That's that in you. That word just springs forth and it comes out of you. It just starts coming. And that can dictate your day and your life versus the mulligrab thoughts. The thoughts that get you down And they keep getting you lower and lower and lower. There's a lot to be said about negative people versus positive people. Just being a positive person. The disappointments in life can bring you down. And you can find yourself in a place that you don't want to be in. Where everything seems like it's a mess. The kids are a mess, my home's a mess, my marriage, my work, you name it. Remember, they just kind of go all over, <laughs> and they find every aspect of your life. If, if one doesn't work, the devil will try another one. if that didn't work, well, let's go over here. Oh, well, what about this? Look how lonely you are. You're not lonely. You have the Holy Spirit, and you have your church. We stand together. Our, our uh, vision is loving God, loving people, and loving life. Loving God first, but loving people. Well, if we didn't want to be around you, we wouldn't be loving people. <laughs> no, your church, people want to do life with others in their church. My son is invited to a birthday party this afternoon from somebody in his church. Buddies that do life together at church, even at six years old. (laughs) How come when we get to be adults, we just don't do that anymore? Interesting thought, huh? When we become adults, it's like we just are busy and we come to ourselves. But our thoughts come up all the time. And we're tempted constantly to sin, to go against the word of God. So my last scripture is over in Psalms chapter 1. Psalms chapter 1 verse 1. says, blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God. Is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and their example, just people out in the world that don't live, don't honor God, don't just don't care. Nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sits down to rest at the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. This is the law of the Lord. And on his law, his precepts, his teaching, he habitually, it's a habit, meditates day and night. It's my habit day and night that was what they always said about Jesus as his custom was to pray to be with his father we're in this day and night i'm not talking about spending hours in the word although that that would be wonderful <laughs> but just a scripture with with our kids it's just a scripture for the week, for a few days, because we want that scripture to get in them. If you're just lightly, oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. God's on my side, yep, He's healed my body, yep, and then you walk away, the Bible says you forget what kind of man you are, because the moment you walk away, your eye is not on the word, your eye is on everything that's wrong. <laughs> My eye is on this car that's messed up. My eye is on this house that I don't even like. My eye is on this job and I have to go to every day, and I hate it. My eye starts seeing different things. So I forget the word of God. I forget what's in me, the gift that God has in me, the purpose for my life. And I begin seeing what the devil wants me to see. But no, that's why the Bible says day and night, day and night, day and night, day and night, day and night. Don't forget day and night, day and night. Is it a job? It kind of is. But when it becomes a habit, it's no longer a job. <laughs> when it becomes a habit, you know, I like Diet Coke. I am doing better. I just want you to know I'm doing better. Jordan, I am doing better. (laughs) I just had to let him know. (laughs) Because he's always getting on me about that. (laughs) I'm drinking more water. I'm just not drinking anything. (laughs) But I've been like one a day. Because I said, you know what? I can do this. Because the Bible says I have self-control. If the Bible says I have self-control with the Holy Spirit, I have (laughs) self-control. My little cheerleader over there. It's the same thing with the word of God. Day and night, day and night, day and night. You might forget a day. We'll pick it up the next day. Oh, I forgot that night. And you'll get to the point, just like I said, how I've been praying every single night. Because I've been doing it every night. It's become a habit. So I can't go to bed without doing it. That's what will happen with the word of God with you. You will hunger for the word. The more you get into the word, the more you're going to want it. And that is an awesome place to be at. (laughs) This is the year to hunger for the word of God like never before. Because this is the year of power. That was the word that God gave our pastor. So that's the vision for this year. It is the year of power. There's all kinds of things in God's power that will erect and provoke change in your life. It'll bring about change. You go ahead and stand. I'm not at the time. But it becomes easy the more we just do it. In the beginning, it's going to be really hard. But just stick with it. Don't quit. We're not quitters. We're fighters. If you don't fight the battle, nobody will. And you'll, you'll get to the place where the, the battle, the fight, you become, the fights become greater, but it becomes easier when the word is in you. Because on the onset of that thought, you resist. Then the thought comes, you resist. But remember, you have to resist with the word of God. You can't just say, devil, shut up. He don't really care about that. (laughs) He'll tell you to shut up. (laughs) But when you come against him with the word, he has to obey. He has to come under the authority of that word from your voice. He has to listen to your voice. If you don't believe it, get into the word. The Bible tells me so. Okay. if you need somebody to lock arms with you, you come find me (laughs) or you find a friend in this church. (laughs) You find a friend. Because we'll believe with you and we'll stand strong together against the devil. For your kids. Amen. Amen. I'll just pray real quick and then we'll they can just lead us out. I think it's eleven (laughs) forty five. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you're on our side. And there is no devil that can defeat us. Nope. Devil, not today. Not today, not tomorrow, not this year. For we are taking our place of authority this year. So we thank you and we hold the word of God in honor. And we thank you, Lord, that as we honor the things of, that you have given us, See the provision of God. Amen. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites, which can be found at our website, gvchurch.tv. We know that today's message has been a blessing to you. Thanks for listening. We are Genesee Valley Church. Loving God, Loving people and loving life.